0: For far too long, injury lawyers have cared way too much about money and boosting their egos, and not enough about the people they serve. That stops now. Welcome to the Mutrux Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast, where trial lawyer Tyson Mutrux cuts through the BS and gives you practical takeaways to get you back on your feet, settle your case, and get on with your life. No fluff, no ego. And now, Here's your host, Tyson Mutrix.
1: Welcome back to the Mutrix Firm Injury Lawyers podcast. My name is Tyson Mutrix. I'm the owner of Mutrix Firm Injury Lawyers, and I'm also the host of this podcast. And today we're going to talk about cross-examination. Um, we're getting near the end of our series on um, trial trial. Uh, we're go- we've got a couple more things that we're going to go over, but um, this is one of the last ones, and it's cross examination. And cross examination, I think a lot of people you, you, whenever you watch TV shows, this is usually what the TV shows show, uh, it's usually one lawyer basically attacking the other party's witness or the other party's um, party, other lawyers' party, one of the parties, and. That's usually what we think of when we think of a trial. I think most people, that's what most people think of. It's not, sometimes it's a closing argument, but usually what you see on TV, uh, I don't think you'll be surprised to hear this. It's not realistic because what you'll see in a cross-examination on TV If you think of like a few good men and a a bunch of other legal movies, and even My Cousin Vinny, where you've got the lawyer attacking the person and then they're looking over the jury making some, you know, big argument, this big eloquent argument. Um, It's like a mix of cross examination and closing argument, which we'll talk about on another podcast episode. But it's really interesting because it's nothing like that. Uh, It is, I guess it's not, that's not fair. It's something like that. But you're, you don't you're not allowed to make all those arguments it's that's not how it works it would be a lot of fun if if we were able to do that but we're not it's really restricted to asking questions and something that's really interesting between direct examination and cross examination and you'll notice this is that the questions are different right they're more targeted they're more direct and they're leading all right so on direct examination i'm not i'm not allowed to say so the red light was green, right? Or the red light was red, right? Or the light was red, right? Uh, you have to ask, what color was the light? On on cross-examination, I'm allowed to lead the witness, and I'm allowed to attack the witness, and I'm allowed to say, so whenever you went through the intersection, the light was red, correct? So I'm allowed to ask that. I'm allowed to ask that question. And so d- the key distinctions between direct examination and Uh, Cross examination direct is usually your not usually it's your own witnesses, all right. And I'm going to tell you about an exception to that in a second. And on cross examination, it's the other party's witnesses. On direct examination, you're you're asking generally open ended questions, Uh, and on cross examination, you're asking very leading direct questions. Almost every one of the questions that I ask will be leading. There, there may be a couple exceptions where I'm trying to set them up. Um, so I'm kind of throwing the line out there and hoping that, hoping that they'll, they'll take the hook. Um, doesn't always work. And so you have contingencies for that. But generally, you're going to ask very direct, pointed questions. And for the most part, you know the answers to, okay, because um, you've learned those through discovery. Now, on direct The judge will sometimes, and the opposing attorney won't object. uh, Every once in a while, whenever you're just trying to get some of the the groundwork out of the way, you know what their occupation is, what their name is, you know where they live, things like that. Because it's we just don't want to waste the jury's time. And usually, the judge, usually the other attorney, will let you get away with that, just because we're just trying to speed things up. Uh, We we don't want to slow things down. We want to get in and get out as quickly as possible. Now, I mentioned a second ago that there there's an exception. To direct examination, usually being your witnesses. Uh, and there's also an exception to that, you know, most of them being you know, open-ended questions. And that's whenever you're calling the other parties, other party, or or even their witnesses in some instances, to the stand during your case in chief. And we call those hostile witnesses. And what we're doing is, is and sometimes we're allowed, we have to ask the judge. Um, for permission to treat them as hostile witness. It's not like you see in the movies, though. It's it's usually pretty, um, pretty informal when you're doing that. Um, but whenever there is a, a, a Supreme Court rule, Missouri Supreme Court rule, uh, when it comes to the opposing party, party's witnesses where um, you're allowed to treat them as hostile witnesses and you're allowed to direct Uh, have direct questions, kind of like you'd have them on cross, where they're very pointed leading questions. So you're allowed to lead the other party during your case in chief. And we do that in a lot of our car crash cases and other types of cases. You'll actually call them in your case in chief, and they usually see it coming, but sometimes they don't. Okay, Uh, But the reason why you want to do that is you'll have more control over the testimony, or we will have more control over the testimony and we want the facts coming out in our case as opposed to coming out and waiting in their case especially if there's bad facts you want to get those out you want to be the one to draw those out you don't want to wait for those to come out in direct or in their case in chief because it, it, it could make you look bad you don't want to appear to be hiding anything so that's those are the big differences between direct examination and cross-examination um, if you have any questions about that i don't want to take too much more of your time. This is; These are meant to be bite-sized, um, but if you have any questions about that, give us a call, 888-550-4026. You can also check out our website, TysonMutrix.com. Also check out our YouTube channel where we have a lot of explainer videos and how-to videos and um, any other videos that most of these answer the same questions that we're answering here, uh, but instead it's me on video. Uh, and then also like us on Facebook. We have a lot of other you know content that we share on a daily basis some of it's fun stuff some of it's more serious stuff some of it's recipes some of it's pictures some of it's things like this so if you have any questions though give us a call Uh, make it a great day out there we'll see you
0: thank you for listening to the mutrux firm injury lawyers podcast a production of mutrux firm llc We offer a free 30-minute strategy session to discuss your personal injury case. You can ask us anything free of charge. Call 888-550-4026 to schedule your call or use the link in the show notes. If you're trying to handle your personal injury case on your own and running into issues with the insurance adjuster or not getting the treatment you need, try these three things. One, don't give a recorded statement. Two, Ask your doctors to do your treatment on a lean. And three, don't negotiate with the adjuster prior to getting all of the treatment you need. Check out our YouTube channel for more helpful tips where we have hundreds of how-to and explainer videos, or go to tysonmutrux.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.